and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly... You know what? I'm so sick of this intro because I've recorded this episode like six times already. (laughs) Oh man, you would not believe the craziness that's been going on behind the scenes here. Um, Just real quick before we get into today's topic, uh, I was trying to record, as I normally do, this podcast uh, on my iPad Pro using Ferrite, and it kept giving me an error message like a few minutes into recording the episode. It was bananas. Uh, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I don't know if it's an OS thing or if something's gone wonky with the hardware. Uh, But anyway, so I decided to move on along over to my M1 Mac Mini and record using that, Uh, but I don't actually use my Mac Mini for audio production. I still do that with a different computer, uh, an Intel-based MacBook Pro that I have, Um, but I didn't want to go grab that and set it all up here at my desk, Uh, so I just decided to use the Mac Mini, but then I had to find the right software to use, and that ended up being a whole journey through several different apps. I'm now using Reason, (laughs) which is like a a rack of synths and other effects and stuff that's used for music production, uh, but it does record audio as well. So I'm doing that here. Um, This is actually my second attempt using Reason because the first time it was doing some weird audio glitches. Uh, And at this point, uh, whatever. If there's a glitch every few minutes, so be it. Uh, I apologize in advance, but crossing my fingers, it's going to work this time. Anyway, yes, welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of... Anyway, uh, yesterday, (laughs) yesterday was the Apple event where Apple announces uh, new MacBook Pros along with some other music-related stuff, new AirPods and all that. But uh, MacBook Pros, uh, very, very exciting they are M1-based now, uh, so no more Intel-based laptops in Apple's lineup, I believe. And uh, these new chips are the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. And I think the M1 Max is what everyone's really super excited about because this is the highest-end chip that Apple's ever made. Uh, it's certainly uh, the most powerful M1 chip, which was already pretty beefy to begin with. So... Um, as Apple's charts are showing, and as most people are are concluding, uh, the M1 Max is just an incredible package of performance relative to the amount of power it draws. So, you know, you get one of these 14 or 16-inch MacBook Pros, and you do a bunch of, you know, high-end workflows on them just on battery, and you're going to get amazing battery life as well as performance, which is kind of unheard of. Like, you know, if you're if you're using a high-end laptop with demanding workflows, you, you just sort of expect, okay, it, it's either it's gonna either gonna be terrible battery life or the performance is gonna throttle way down and not be great. Uh, or at the very least you'll have just crazy loud fans. <laughs> just, you know, it sounds like a lawnmower or something. Um, and this apparently isn't any of those things. It's presumably going to be near silent fans great battery life, as well as enormous performance, uh, and that's just super exciting. Uh, You're certainly going to pay for these new privileges. (laughs) These new computers are not cheap, but I think with all the performance and all the technology packed into them, uh, it really is worth it. 
Um, the new screen quality is apparently going to be awesome. It's going to be, uh, you know, liquid retina XDR, et cetera, et cetera, uh, with ProMotion, which is just phenomenal. So you'll be able to get up to 120 hertz refresh rates uh, with all of the mini LED backlighting technology that we've seen uh, in their Pro displays as well as the latest iPad Pros. Um, you're going to get all of the latest color fidelity and, and all of that, which is, which is really tremendous. As far as the design of the machines, the hardware design visually, um, I think it's fine. Uh, I'm not sure if I love it. I think a lot of people are not sure yet if they love it, but it does seem fine. Uh, the only kind of weird thing about it is there is a notch in the display. <laughs> The notch has arrived on the Mac. Uh, so that's kind of strange, but I think they did it in a way where it makes sense. So it's not so much that there's a notch into the display, it's that there's a display, there's an image area that is you know, pretty much what you expect with any computer, um, but then they elevate the menu bar up into a new region that's right at the top of the hardware, and within that region for the menu bar, there's a notch in the middle of that. So normally, you know, when you're using the computer, you'll have that menu bar always along the top with a notch right in the middle there, and menu items will kind of, you know, wrap around that. Uh, but if you're playing a video, or you have an, a full screen app, or you're in a game, or something where it's just, you know, it's just a full screen region of content, or your image, or your video, or whatever, um, that's going to be uh, just you know normal. You're not going to have a notch in your video. You're not going to have a notch in your game. So that's that's how they've developed it. Um, it does look like there's an API as an app developer. You can opt into um, you know basically elevating your content up into the notch area if you want to. Um, but that's not the default. So it, it makes sense. I think it, it you know it it kind of fits the the traditional Mac UI mindset of you know this persistent menu bar is kind of floating up on top of everything else, and it just so happens that this menu bar floating up on top of everything else now has this notch in the middle where the camera is. So we'll see. We'll see if that proves fine in practice or constantly annoying, but hopefully it's not a big deal. Other than that, it seems like everyone is really geeking out over the tech specs. You know, beyond what I just said earlier about performance and battery life and all that, uh, we also get new ports. So HDMI, SD card, MagSafe is back. <laughs> the touch bar is gone and you have full-size function keys. Uh, it really feels like uh, wish fulfillment here. You know, all of the things that pros and Mac nerds have been saying for a long time about you know, what a great laptop from Apple might be, it really feels like they've done all of that, uh, or pretty much all of that. I, 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 it would be hard for me to think of a common complaint that, you know, people have had about Apple laptops that hasn't been addressed, you know, the you know complaints around how much RAM it can handle. I don't think that's a problem. If you get one of the M1 Max models, you can get up to 64 gigabytes of RAM, which in the Unified memory architecture is quite fascinating because that means the video card, quote unquote, the you know the the GPU has access to that full sixty four gigabytes, which is incredible. Um, you know, plenty of space. You can get up to eight terabytes of internal storage. 
Uh, you get Thunderbolt 4 support. Uh, I mean, it just, you know, this ticks all of the boxes. And also the fact that you have a 14-inch model and a 16-inch model, and they're actually slightly more than that because I think, you know, they have that extra kind of menu bar space at the top. Um, it's just tremendous. So I'm very excited. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get one of these personally in the near future, um, and that's only because of price. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I had, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars burning in my pocket right now, I would instantly place an order. You know, I wouldn't even give it a second moment's thought. Um, but they are pricey. So, um, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I think uh, Apple hit it out of the park with these new MacBook Pros, or as I will be calling them, the MacBook Pros. <laughs> All right, so that's the Apple event yesterday. Uh, on to the other main topic I have for you today, the podcasts I love. I put together a list of podcasts I regularly listen to or have recently listened to quite a bit. Uh, and these aren't in any particular order other than they're broken out into a few categories. So I have a technology category, media and business, religion, and politics. Uh, so all of these podcasts will have links in the show notes in case you're curious about any of them. And I'll just I'll just go through it in a pretty breezy fashion. We won't spend too much time on any one podcast because there's quite a few here. But um, I thought it'd be interesting for you to know what I listen to on an almost daily basis. First up in the technology section, we have Upgrade, which is hosted by Mike Hurley and Jason Snell. Uh, this is one of several podcasts as part of the Relay FM network that I listen to, and uh, Upgrade, I think, is is kind of a canonical podcast, if you will, for anyone who's interested in, in Apple News or, uh, you know, kind of media streaming and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, what's what's new on Apple TV and and you know what's what Netflix is up to uh, so yeah uh, and there's actually going to be another podcast hosted uh, co-hosted by Jason Snell uh, that goes even more into media streaming in particular but uh, it is a segment on the upgrade show along with with Apple News so uh, so this is this is really a fantastic podcast um, you know if, if, if there's only one Mac related podcast you listen to <laughs> uh, I would recommend upgrade Next on the list, also a great podcast, Connected. It's co-hosted by Mike Hurley, Stephen Hackett, and Federico Vitici. Uh, this is a little bit more of a, of a kind of wacky, fun, friends bantering with each other kind of podcast as compared to Upgrade, which is maybe a little bit more buttoned up. Uh, but uh, Connected is fun. It's just, you know, it's it's it really feels like you're kind of listening in to a conversation between longtime friends that are just having fun with each other, talking about tech news and Mac news and stuff, but also uh, just, you know, stuff they're doing with computers that might be quirky or strange or silly or whatever. And it's quite entertaining. So for the entertainment factor, I recommend Connected. Uh, analog. Also, <laughs> I think this is the last time you're going to hear uh, me mention Mike Hurley, but also co-hosted by Mike Hurley as well as Casey Liss. Uh, Analog's a fun show that's more about uh, what's going on in Mike and Casey's personal lives, uh, but it's usually related in some fashion to 
um, you know, working in the computer or podcasting space and just kind of, you know, what they're, what they're up to creatively at any given moment in time. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of years, of course, about how they're affected personally by the pandemic. Uh, and that's been interesting. So kind of more of a human interest thing, but still technology related. Uh, veering into a couple of uh, programming related podcasts, uh, Code with Jason, hosted by Jason Sweat, is uh, really great if you're interested in uh, Ruby on Rails development or just web development in general. Uh, Jason has uh, interviewed lots of interesting people. Uh, and full disclosure, I was recently on the show as a guest, which is a lot of fun. So if you're into web dev or Ruby programming, I recommend Code with Jason. I also recommend Remote Ruby, hosted by Chris Oliver, Jason Charns, and Andrew Mason. Uh, this, again, in terms of canonical podcasts, I kind of see this as the canonical Ruby podcast. So if you have any interest in Ruby programming or web development, uh, Remote Ruby is a must. All right, going back into technology and more Apple-related stuff, uh, just real quick, uh, there's the Six Colors Secret Podcast, which is something you get if you're a paid subscriber to Six Colors. It's hosted by Jason Snell and Dan Morin. Uh, that's a really fun one. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, a light, uh, sort of casual podcast because it's not as, uh, you know, it's not as produced or formal, if you will, because uh, it's secret. You're not supposed to know about it <laughs> unless you're a subscriber. So uh, yeah, I'm a six color subscriber, happy subscriber. Uh, that's a fun one. The Dalrymple Report, hosted by Jim Dalrymple and Dave Mark, is also a fun podcast for Apple nerds. Uh, also, people are interested in music because uh, Jim Dalrymple is a is a longtime sort of rock and roll fan and plays guitars, has a bunch of guitars and records and stuff. So they talk about music and they talk about, you know, the entertainment industry as well as tech industry stuff. So that's cool. And finally, the last one here in the technology category is the Accidental Tech Podcast, a.k.a. ATP. Uh, I listen to ATP all the time. Uh, it's always interesting. It's co-hosted by Casey Liss. Yes, the same Casey List who is on Analog. Um, Casey List along with Marco Arment and John Syracusa. And so this, this is the nerdiest, I would say. <laughs> the nerdiest podcast of all the podcasts about Apple stuff. So if you like really want to you know, spend an hour listening to the intricate details of what's in these new M1 Pro Max chips or whatever and that sort of thing, or if you want to hear someone talk 30 minutes about a particular type of port connector, uh, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> uh, and so I love geeking out about that stuff. I actually have an, uh, an ATP Accidental Tech Podcast uh, hat, a baseball cap, as well as a shirt. Uh, and I've been surprised. I've been stopped several times here in and about the Portland area by people who uh, are like, oh, ATP, I love ATP. <laughs> so they have a lot of fans around, which is interesting. All right, moving on along here from technology, we have the media and business category. Uh, first off here is Downstream, which is hosted by Jason Snell and Julia Alexander. This is a brand new podcast, uh, but I'm enjoying it so far. And it's focused squarely on uh, streaming. So, you know, this new world we're in of TV and movie streaming uh, with all of the changes and services and, and deals and things that are going on there. Uh, this is the show all about that. 
so I'm fascinated by all of those things. Uh, I've subscribed to most of the top streaming services. Uh, I think sort of the biggest one that I'm not subscribed to is Peacock, uh, but I am subscribed to Paramount Plus, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, uh, Netflix, of course, uh, and even a few lesser known ones like uh, BritBox and Acorn. And <laughs> I'm probably subscribed to too much, to be honest, but uh, there's just so many shows that I like and they're almost all on different things. So um, yeah, it's a fascinating world. Um, Business Movers is a cool podcast. This is more of a produce kind of uh, documentary style show about specific topics. Um, it's usually like a group of episodes that come out about a topic and then it moves on. So that they've done a, a bunch of episodes about Steve Jobs, um, about the uh, CEO of General Motors, and I'm terribly sorry I forget her name. But, um, but it's a really fascinating story about how she became the CEO of General Motors and um, you know, how she handled like crises like the recall around uh, some kind of part defect. Uh, and she had to, to take control of that and dealing with politics and Donald Trump uh, as president and all kinds of stuff. So that was really fascinating. Uh, oh, yeah. And then I think maybe my favorite uh, was uh, a whole group of episodes about the life of Stan Lee and what he accomplished at Marvel. Uh, so those were so those are some really fascinating episodes because I knew next to nothing about Stan Lee. I you know I knew all about Marvel and all about the MCU and stuff, but nothing about Stan Lee as a person. Uh, so I highly recommend Business Movers. The next the next one's quite esoteric, but uh, I definitely will recommend it. It's uh, the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes podcast. <laughs> so if you know about or are a fan of the, uh, the series that was, on, uh, that was by Granada uh, in England uh, back in the 80s, um, the Sherlock Holmes uh, shows starring Jeremy Brett, uh, this is a podcast that really goes in-depth into every single episode they filmed. Uh, you know, both talking about the history of Conan Doyle and what he created uh, in the character of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson and so forth, as well as the, you know, behind the scenes production information about the, the TV shows and stuff about Jeremy Brett as an actor and his life. And anyway, it's it's just been a phenomenal production. I've, I've been re-watching all the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes uh, episodes through BritBox and and listening to the podcast alongside those episodes and it's really been great the jeremy brett sherlock holmes podcast and then finally in this category mission log uh this has been a show going through each episode of uh, i believe they started with star trek the next generation i'm not sure if they ever went through the original series but definitely they did tng i did not listen to that era i got into it for Deep Space Nine. So they've been going through every episode of all of the seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And uh, I've been on a rewatch of DS9. I'm actually in the last season now. So um, so watching those episodes alongside listening to the Mission Log podcast has really been great. Uh, again, uh, behind the scenes information about the making of the episodes, about the actors, about you know the production of Star Trek as a whole. Uh, it's really been great, and that's hosted by John Champion and Norman Lau. All right, two categories down, two to go. 
This next category is religion. Um, I'm going to give a disclaimer here. Uh, I have a very strong, in-depth background in the world of uh, evangelical Christianity in America. I'm no longer a part of that world. (laughs) So to a certain degree, these next four podcasts are coming from the perspective of people who have either come out of evangelical Christianity or are, you know, commenting on it in some fashion kind of as a critic. So, you know, I I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers here. So if you consider yourself an evangelical Christian, uh, you may want to skip ahead a little bit to another section of the show. Um, Or if you're just curious, here we go. So again, not, not my intention to ruffle any feathers, but this is literally what I listen to. So here we go. <laughs> so this first podcast here is called The Bible for Normal People. It's hosted by Pete Enns and Jared Bias. And they are um, professors, for lack of a better word. Um, I think Pete Enns literally teaches at a university uh, in their religion department. I'm not sure if that's what Jared Bias does as well, but um, but they have written many books and they do this podcast, The Bible for Normal People. Um, and I love this podcast because, you know, it, it's it's sort of a deep dive into the biblical texts, but looking at it, you know, very um, thoughtfully and very historically relevant. So it's, you know, it's not so much trying to dissect chapter and verse from a particular theological bent. You know, it's not trying to prove or disprove some kind of, you know, faith-based statement. It's more looking at the Bible as an historical artifact and, you know, who are the people that wrote these texts and what did they mean when they wrote these texts and what did it do for them then and what can we get out of it today? And, you know, some of the ways that, um, you know, the being true to the texts may really quite conflict with, you know, the faith-based doctrines that we may have been raised with if we've been raised as evangelical Christians. So great show. I highly recommend that. This next show is kind of a documentary style show. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. And it's specifically been about um, Mars Hill Church in Seattle, which uh, was headed up by Pastor Mark Driscoll. And, you know, he kind of had this meteoric rise in the world of, of, sort of young evangelical Christian pastors who seem hip and cool and have growing mega churches in prominent areas like a Seattle, for example. Um, and then there was sort of this spectacular fall from grace where, you know, he left Mars Hill and the whole movement kind of fell apart and the churches disintegrated. And so this is kind of a almost like one of those podcasts that are true crime, trying to dissect, you know, what happened after the fact. Uh, I don't listen to true crime podcasts, but I've been told this is somewhat in that style. So <laughs> it's trying to diagnose, you know, how Mars Hill died <laughs> and, and what had happened in that whole movement. Um, so it's been really interesting. Um, the, the creator of the podcast, Mike Cosper, um, you know, I think still considers himself in the evangelical Christian world. So it's to a certain degree, it's written you know, not purely to criticize, but kind of to like, what lessons can we learn so that we can be better pastors and plant better churches? That's not necessarily my perspective here, um, but I do think it's a pretty well-produced show and has provided a lot of food for thought. 
Uh, next up <laughs> is a very crazy show. Uh, it's really fun. It's called The Heretic Happy Hour, hosted by Keith Giles, Katie Valentine, Derek Day, and Matthew DiStefano. Uh, and this this definitely is a, is a deconstruction-focused podcast. If you're not familiar with that word, deconstruction, it's kind of what a lot of, uh, of us are calling this process of coming out of uh, sort of evangelical, maybe very fundamentalist kind of uh, Christian religion, you know, kind of coming out of that, but not necessarily knowing like, well, what do we believe instead? Or what do we think is right? Or what religion, if any, are we a part of? So so that process, which many of us kind of are in or have been in for a while, uh, is getting called deconstruction. So this podcast is really awesome for anyone who's in that deconstruction process. And it's just, it's it's like a group of people that have fun talking about various theological topics. Uh, they usually have a guest, the heretic of the week. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, very tongue in cheek. They usually have a guest each episode. Um, and I'll just tell you in advance, there's a lot of swearing. They, they literally have a sound effect that's like, you know, a cash register every time someone swears uses an F-bomb or whatever. Uh, so, you know, so there is that. So if, if you yourself aren't particularly fond of strong language, maybe this isn't the show for you, but I just have a blast. <laughs> Any, anytime there's a new episode of the Heretic Happy Hour that comes out, I almost always immediately uh, jump on that. So, so a lot of fun there. Uh, and then finally, Weird Religion. This is hosted by Leah Payne and Brian Doak. Uh, They are two professors that teach in religious departments, uh, and they are Christians, but they, you know, they kind of come at it from a perspective of, you know, religion is weird. There's like all kinds of wacky stuff that and strange things that happen in the world of religion, and particularly like news articles and things you see in mainstream news about, you know, sort of the more esoteric fringes of religious movements. And so they kind of go into all that and dissect it a little bit. And it's, it's, it's light. It's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's good hearted, you know, so it's not a whole lot of like, oh, those people, they're so terrible or anything like that. It's just, it's fun and funky. And, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's one that I enjoy listening to as well. And then finally, the last category here, politics. <laughs> Again, uh, not trying to ruffle any feathers here, but again, as part of my process over the years of changing religious and political perspectives, um, I'm now very much in the camp of, uh, how would I put it, independent voter who is registered Democrat because that's better than the alternative. (laughs) So I'm not necessarily like rah-rah Democrats, um, but I most certainly come from a Republican background and am not that at all anymore. So so this first podcast may be familiar to you. Uh, It's the Lincoln Project. Uh, So this podcast is hosted by Reed Galen. Um, And it's been a really good podcast in the sense that, you know, it's not just about like, you know, oh, down with the Republicans or rah, rah, you know, this or that political perspective or political party. It's more like the history of civics in America, you know, the history of political debate and discourse and movements and, you know, the way parties change over the years. Um, and it's usually like a really nice deep dive into all of those topics. And, you know, it's 
certainly written from the perspective of people who used to be in the Republican Party and now consider themselves no longer able to be in the Republican Party. Um, but it's, you know, again, it's not so much what it's against or who it's for, but more like, you know, how do we promote democracy? You know, how do we promote and encourage democratic movements in America today when it seems like so much of what's going on in Washington is, you know, name calling and finger pointing and theatrics and, you know, demonizing people and, and yeah, so there's that. And then, you know, it's also very much against uh, President well, former President Trump in particular, um, and, you know, kind of the whole aftermath of what happened on January 6th. So that aspect of it is really fascinating as well. This next podcast is also kind of along those lines. Uh, This is the Mea Culpa show. Culpa? Culpa? Mea Culpa. (laughs) I think that's how you pronounce it. This is the Mea Culpa show hosted by Michael Cohen. Uh, Again, that name may be familiar to you. If not, uh, Michael Cohen was President Trump's former lawyer, who then fell from grace and was prosecuted and did jail time of some kind. And I'm not sure if he's still like technically under house arrest or what, but, um, but he, uh, you know, he basically engaged in, in, various crimes and fraud and whatnot on behalf of Trump and has now, you know, basically turned into, you know, (laughs) one of the most fascinating sources of information uh, against uh, what Trump stands for. And um, it's quite a blast. Uh, Michael Cohen as a person is interesting to me. He has a really strong New York or maybe Brooklyn, whatever that accent is in particular. So there's lots of, you know, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, if you listen to the old uh, Warner Brothers cartoons with, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny and crew, like, you know, the, the sort of classic New York accent that you can immediately picture in your mind. And I won't even try to do it because I'm really bad at it. But <laughs> he he has that accent. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> I can't do it. But it's it, he's just a fascinating character. Uh, so this is a fun show. It, it's a little bit intense. He's He's a very intense character. Character. So um, I'm not sure if this show would be for the uninitiated who isn't already in his camp, so to speak, um, speaking out against Donald Trump. But uh, it, it's it's quite interesting. All right, down to the last one here, folks. The last podcast in this last politics category. Um, so this show is actually not so much about politics anymore, but it used to be, and it kind of sometimes is. Uh, it's really more kind of comedy and, you know, just how to live a good creative life focus now. But um, anyway, it, it's it's great. It's called a bleep ups guide to the universe. <laughs> I'm not saying the real word there, uh, but you know what it is. Uh, a bleep ups guide to the universe hosted by Jamie Kilstein. Uh, Jamie Kilstein, um, you're either going to love his brand of comedy or you're not. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, it's, you know, it's very crude. It's very down and dirty. Uh, but it's also just hysterically funny almost all the time. <laughs> so he is quite the character. Um, and he uh, he either does the show by himself or he interviews guests and just talks about a wide range of topics, Um, just, you know, anything from being a comedian to being an artist, to being a sex worker, to being a, I don't know, uh, (laughs) just running the gamut, Um, you know, people in media and and entertainment, you know, across the board, 
Um, you know, he's even interviewed people from like martial arts backgrounds because he's also really into jujitsu. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's quite the show. Um, a lot of his episodes are um, Patreon backed, so um, you're not necessarily going to be able to listen to a lot of his episodes just for free. Uh, but you can certainly you know get a taste of what he's all about, and if you're into that sort of thing. Um, you can uh, subscribe to his Patreon. I originally found out about Jamie Kilstein from the Minimalists podcast. Um, I'm not really listening to the Minimalists anymore these days for reasons I don't need to get into. You know, it wasn't any particular problem. It was just, you know, the kind of topics they were covering weren't really resonating with me anymore. Um, but uh, he was a guest on their show, and I loved what he had to say, and then I subscribed to his show, and it's fantastic. So there you go. <laughs> there you go, folks. Uh, that is the list of podcasts I love. Quite a varied and eclectic batch, I will admit. Um, but hopefully there was something in there, something in that list that works for you. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again to Fresh Fusion. As always, you can find out more about me at jaredwhite.com. Subscribe to the podcast as well as subscribe to my email newsletter, creator class with jared white and until next time take care folks stay safe and have a wonderful day